just like Ren and Stimpy. Stimpy. Watching Cheech and Chong. Hey, you want to get high? This is Luke and Lewis, Triple M Modern Digital. That's right. It's the final Luke and Lewis show for the week. Are you pumped, Luke? Are you as pumped as I am? I'm very pumped. Just when you said it's the final Luke and Lewis show, I thought you were just going to stop and then you were just announcing your retirement. Surprise! And I was like, I man, quit. we should have discussed this before the show. <laughs> <laughs> we were quitting live on air. No, don't worry, man. We are going to come back in on Monday. I yeah, promise. Good. Because uh, we've worked out... A, it's been... Look, big news overnight in the Savoy world, okay? Mm. We've worked out what we're going to do with the 40 Savoys. Yes. Thanks to your suggestions. 40 boxes of Savoys. We actually have 2,160 oh, yeah. Savoys. Not just 40 Savoys. Jeez, that would be good radio, wouldn't it? <laughs> and uh, also, we've got uh, the first installment of uh, Simo's News... Uh, Our so, modern digital mate has uh, got a bunch of uh, breaking news stories that he wants to tell us, so and we're going to uh, have him on the show. He's going to give us a weekly wrap, and also Lewis has another businesses exposed. Yes, it's coming back. It's returned. A lot of people have been asking me to uh, expose businesses. Well, businesses have been running free for, what, the whole summer? Exposed, Lewis. What have they been up to over summer? A lot of naughty practices. Okay. Which... Are you going to hint? Um, No. <laughs> That'll be coming Good up suspense. later. <laughs> it's Luke and Lewis. Now, Luke, it's time to talk about our Savoy dilemma. Yeah. We uh, were promised by the PR representative of, of Savoy's, Arnett's, that she would send us uh, 100 boxes of Savoy's. We found out that promise was a false one. She was a false prophet. And initially, there was lots of sadness and uh, mourning, we grieving. The, she only we're... sent us 40 boxes. But then we realized, ladies and gentlemen... What a blessing this was in disguise, because now we have some of the 40 most rarest... Th- th- now they're actually exclusive. Yeah. We have 100 too many boxes of Savoys. That's too many Savoys 40, for the boys. they're rare now. Yeah. So each box, seeing as they are rare, I mean, every limited release of something... you got to collect them all, is, and currently we have all 40. Yeah, we've got all 40. We own the collection. Yes, yeah, so we did number them, 1 to 40, uh, yeah. with Techstar <laughs> before the show, just because we were like, we want to deal with each box... Individually, it deserves to give each box the respect that it deserves. <laughs> uh, so now we've numbered all of our boxes one to forty. They are an exclusive collection of Savoy Boy Savoys. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, if you want a box, you're gonna have to prove yourself. They're like footy cards. You got to collect the whole set. But trust me, no one will ever collect the whole set because we're very hungry Savoy Boys. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Probably we've already. We, like our producer Maddie was like, "Hey guys, I'm kind of hungry. Can't we all ducking out of the shops? Can I?" You know, have one of your Savoys, and we're like, no, these are, these no. are the forty rarest Savoy packets Who in do you the think world. You are? A Savoy boy? Well, she no. actually is one of the Savoy boys. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But you know, these these the two, these need to be treated with respect. Now, yeah. I think I figured out what we're going to do with our first box. Well, we wanted to devise a plan to initiate Savoy dominance throughout Australia, because as you guys know, and if you're not aware, Savoys are only sold in Victoria and Tasmania. The rest of Australia, Jats Rats, through and through. So the rest of the country uh, has told us that they prefer Jats, but only because they have never tasted a succulent Savoy. They've never had that first initial crunch. Mm. So what what I'm proposing, Luke, is I'm actually flying to Brisbane on Saturday to do a show. Yeah. I think that I might spread the word of the Savoys, take a box with me, and then just walk into a supermarket, leave one in the Jat section, and let the Lord of Savoy's do its work. And you think just from infiltrating one... Well, I don't even know if they'll let it through customs, firstly. Surely they're on the lookout, these Jats rats. A couple of Jats rats will be guarding the yeah. borders. No Savoy's in here. But 
if you somehow manage for some reason to get it through mm-hmm. uh, customs, good luck. But if you manage to get into a Coles, again, good luck. They probably have Savoy security at the, at the start. Yep. Um, but then if you manage to get into the biscuit aisle, put the Savoy's down, do you think that one, the person who accidentally, I'm assuming just won't realize that it's a Jats and just pick it up, they'll have it. Obviously, well, it'll no, change they'll, their no, life. They'll say, oh my Lord, I've come into this supermarket to get myself a box of disgusting Jats. Lo and behold, <laughs> I see... An exclusive numbered Savoy Boy Savoy box, and is the plan that then they it might cause a riot. Right? Is the plan? Yeah. Okay. What's the plan? Is the plan raising awareness with a riot on TV, or is the plan they'll go home, tell their friends about what a delight they've had eating a Savoy, and then spread the word? How are we going to use one box to infiltrate Brisbane? The victor of the riot will walk away with a box (laughs) of Savoys, and I am thinking that they're going to open it. They're going to crack open a freshie. Mm -hmm. They're going to have one big, and they're just going to be like, "This, I need to spread this around." Right. And then, lo and behold, the entire state of Brisbane City <laughs> will turn into, into the Savoy Boys. Right. And from there, the, the Savoy Revolution And then that will, will trickle down the country into New South Wales. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Vic's already started. And then hopefully we'll be, there will be a wind and it will go across to Adelaide and uh-huh. Perth. Yep. And then, look, if Northern Territory want to keep being Jats Rats, good on them. I don't care. Nah, Northern Territory <laughs> flight's too expensive to yeah. spread the word. They can stay there with their desert and their... And their, and their jets. <laughs> they probably have, like, what, Ritz or something. I don't yeah. know what they have. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I'm All saying. Right, so I'm, I think that the, the, if I put one box of Savoys in All Brisbane, right. there'll be a Savoy sea breeze that'll so spread the word across the nation. Can we expect a full infiltration mm-hmm. report come Monday on the show? Yes. Yes, how I this will. plan went? I'll be... Uh, you know what I do? I will... Uh, I will Keep track of my progress of my okay. infiltration on Instagram stories on our on Luke and Luke's okay. Instagram. Thank you very much. But also leave a little bit of suspense for the show because we need the content now. <laughs> that's true. Okay, cancel um, that. After the, that's a great plan. After the break, though, we also we just realised okay, we've still got thirty nine boxes left. We've mm. worked out what we want to do with the next thirty nine. Yes, it was the most popular suggestion that we we're getting on our social medias last night, and uh, we think it's a great idea. So we want to share with you that after the break. Uh, and that is the song. Now, now we go to the song. This is why I end every break. It's Luke and Lewis. That's much better. <laughs> we are continuing to talk about our Savoy dilemma. We have uh, we've numbered. We have forty boxes of Savoys, which were sent to us by Arnett. Well, it was it's, it was a dilemma. It's now a gift, and yes. it's now a blessing, and we're mm-hmm. super excited about it. The original dilemma we had. Yes, we were expecting a hundred, as enthusiastically yes. promised by Renee, the, yes. the PR representative Arnett, but. They sent us 40, which we first, yeah, took as an insult, but now we realize these are the 40 rarest boxes of Savoy. It's a blessing, but yeah. with, with great blessings come great dilemmas. How, what are we going to do with, the, with these 40 boxes is well, what we're trying to decide. We've labeled them 1 to 40. We've decided what we're doing with one box. Which, which makes is, them exclusive. Everything yes. numbered, very exclusive. You're going to take, oh, which number should you take? Should you take... Yeah, see, I don't know if I should take number one, because number one is the most special, or... Or maybe... Just, just take 17. That's all Brisbane deserve. Yeah. Okay. I'll take box 17. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Take box all 20. Split the middle. Nah, 17. 17. They don't deserve it. Yeah. They've, they've been eating Jats. They've been Jats rats for years. They get box 17. Yeah. Right? So That's you take you box 17 to Brisbane. Yep. Uh, Lewis is going to infiltrate uh, a Coles there and replace a Savoy box with a Jats box. No, a Jats box with a Savoy box. Well, I'm not a Jats rat, mate. I'm a Savoy Yeah, boy. sorry. And then <laughs> don't even replace it. Just kick the Jats thing under the shelf yes, for me. Nah, Thank yeah, you. Good. I will do that. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we we thought, yeah, 39 more boxes. Now, the most popular suggestion that you guys sent in was, uh, well, no, that was two 
popular ones. Yes. First one was a lot of Jats rats saying, can you send me a box of Savoys? I want to try them. Because the most common reason for being a Jats rat is never tasting the goodness of a Savoy. And initially, I went, oh, this is you know, probably a good idea. Then I thought, hang on, this is a Jats rat I'm talking to. I can't mm. trust these people. Could be a ploy by the Jats rats to try and sabotage our Savoys. Yes. A so, Savoy boy sabotage. Then there's no way we want that. So we immediately no. said, no way, we're not sending them out to Jats rats. We're not fools. Okay? We're mm. not going to be made fools of, of na- on national radio. No. We, we, might tr- we, might, we may trust a, a clicks chick, but not a Jats no. rat. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so the next uh, suggestion was really just a bunch of eating challenges from mm. you guys. And this really caught our attention. Because yeah. there was a few... Because there's eating Savoys in that, uh, in yeah. that idea, which well, we're all, totally well, on board And we with. love eating Savoys, and yeah. we were like, this sounds like just a sick week of... I mean, of... is that really a challenge? Or is that yeah, just exactly. a normal day of the week? <laughs> and uh, one of the challenges was, uh, I forget who sent it in, I think his name was Julian. Uh, he said, hey boys, um, could you, um, do you reckon you could try and eat all 40 boxes in one week? And I scoffed at this. Easy. I was like, mate, that's a light a week. week for a Savoy boy. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's that's just a day in the life of a of a regular Savoy boy. So we thought, hey Julian, we'll do you one better. We mm-hmm. reckon we can eat the remaining thirty nine Savoy boxes in one day. Twenty four hours, thirty nine boxes. That's two n- Savoy boys. That's nineteen and a half boxes each. Yep, we can do which that. And now I say it out loud. Seems like a lot of boxes. <laughs> That is a lot of boxes. I, I, I don't know about you, but I think in the following five days of the week, I'm not going to be making many trips to the bathroom. No, didn't Might be a bit clogged up with Savoy, yes. but it will be done. <laughs> um, I'm just sort of saying, yeah, you said... You said yesterday that there was, there was over 2,000 Savoys individually. This means about 1,000 each during a day. Mm. Mm. When you say the, the exact number, it sounds like what? a lot of Savoys. When you say 39, sounds easy, but then you yeah. kind of go, oh, it's not like 39 of a thing. It's 39 packets. Yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of Savoy's to fit in Hang one on, man's Hang on, sorry, tongue. we've lost our vote of confidence. Yeah. Okay, okay, what about this? What about this? What about we get... Uh, a listener or a professional eater. We need a Savoy boy in the trenches with us. We need some backup. Yep. I think that's what we're doing. Okay, so if you want to be uh, a Savoy, if you're free next week, like don't have uni or a job, or <laughs> so Simo, hungry? if you're listening, <laughs> but like if you don't have like anything to do. Then um, come come be one of the boys. Don't message our Facebook boys. page. Message us on Instagram. Uh, of okay, fifty words or less or whatever. Just message us why you think you can could... eat five hundred Savoys. Yeah, in a day. <laughs> Are you, have you been a Savoy boy since you're a kid? We want someone who we can trust. Uh, mm-hmm. Or do you know, do you know a professional eater who could help us? Yeah, that's a good too because who can motivate us too because it'd be good to see him smash out his portion in like ten minutes and then we'll just. Struggle we'll- for the rest of the day, but <laughs> with the uh, inspiration of man, he could do it in ten minutes. So, sometime next week, we're going to commit to eating uh, all of the savoys in, in a single one day. day. With a little bit of backup. I was about to say one sitting, then I realized that's just a stupid plan for a day. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to sit for that long because it's going to take me eight hours, yeah. judging by how long I normally Gonna eat have things. Savoy's for brekkie, Savoy's for lunch, Savoy's for dessert. Savoy's and you know what? Dinner. Throughout the day, we've got so many Savoy's. Give us some more challenges that we can do. Not more Savoy's? No, but not just more, more challenges. Okay, let's do one. While we're a few that came in was how many Savoy's could you fit in your mouth at one time? Mm-hmm. And then instead of saying... I reckon nine. Nine? Putting could, it out there. I could do ten and a half. All right, I'm going to do 11. <laughs> 11.1. No, I'm not going to beat 11. That's ridiculous. 
<laughs> so let us know your challenges that we could do on the Great Savoy Day. I'm so nervous. And uh, we will uh, do. We're, we're going to do all of them. I've never been more proud to call myself a Savoy boy. So join the crew. This is Luke and Lewis. <laughs> Lewis, uh, a few days ago we called my mate Simo, our modern digital mate, uh, yes. and we gave him a new role on the show. Yes. We cause... don't have a newsreader. No, we don't. And we don't have a, a budget for one. Uh, Simo was looking for a job. He recently found a job, so yes. we thought, perfect, now that your income's sorted, like yep. with something else, we can give <laughs> you something to do for free. He went from unemployed to having two jobs now. Yeah. One, one pays. He's a very other ambitious one. man. Yes. Uh, and uh, today's his first ever um, weekly rap. His new segment is going to be called Simo's Weekly Rap. Yes. And we've gotten him to just pick three of the most breaking stories in his opinion yep. um, to tell us. All right, so we've got Simo on the line. Simo, how are we? Good, thanks, man. How are you going? Very well. Uh, are you ready to, to read the news? Yes, we're ready to kick it off. Now, we wouldn't want any news reading happening before you open, are would we? No, of course Every not. good news reader needs a theme song. Yes, so, so we've made you one. Let us know what you think of this one. Big story. Breaking news. Simo's weekly rap. What do you reckon? Sounds very official, fellas. I like it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> okay. We well, just wanted to get the Simo tick of approval before we continue with that opener. All right. So yep. you've got three. How many stories for us? Yeah, I've got three tonight. All right. Brilliant. Well, why don't you kick it off with your first headline? Okay. So to start things. Yep. To start things. Uh, came to light earlier in the week. South Korea has the world's first and probably only penis park. Really? Uh, <laughs> Right. Legend has it there was a virgin lost at sea, so naturally the locals decided the best way to satisfy her would be to erect a park (laughs) of uh, monuments of the male appendage. I absolutely love your use of puns and double entendre. <laughs> Already off to an absolutely I, cracking start. And you start. know what? That's actually news to me. I did not know that. So now I'm go- I've am just booked a flight to South Korea. Mate, um, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. For this news reading segment, my standards were very low, so you've absolutely tripled them. All right. Well done. That's Ta- the end of the segment. We don't need any more. <laughs> no, we That's do. It. Take it away with the next story, Simo. Off to a All flyer. Right. So next, earlier in the week, uh, vegan protesters decided to take it upon themselves to kind of Bible bash their views, surprise, surprise, mm-hmm. into a uh, packed out Melbourne steakhouse. Yeah. Uh, they were chanting for liberation for cows, which would be quite interesting to see, actually, because uh, the only reason cows exist at the moment is because uh, we breed them for food. Without that, they, they were naturally extinct years ago. <laughs> it does and, make, you know, does more make a on good that, point. Like, more, more on I'd, that. I'd bring the news back be, up. I'd love to be in the restaurant that they came into while I was enjoying a nice steak. Because even though there's about 50 of them, I reckon I'd back myself to just plough right through them. <laughs> I mean, the guys have never seen meat in their life. Like, <laughs> even with, with Lewis's build, uh, as masculine as he is, you'd be able to fight him through like a paperclip. <laughs> Okay, Lewis so Simo's, Simo's news has just <laughs> just turned into Simo's fight challenge. Yeah. I reckon yeah. I could bash 50 vegans if I had to. Apologies, not sure if that story was Simo's news or Simo's views. <laughs> but, uh, this is very biased news. To finish off, yes. You should I'm be on 3AW, mate, with that kind of preaching. <laughs> All right, hit us with your last headline. To finish off, uh, Cincinnati reckon they've got the next 
uh, animal of the world. Fiona is a uh, supposedly superstar hippo who was born six months premature. And they reckon that she's been able to predict uh, the Super Bowl winner of next Monday. She's told that the Eagles are supposed to get up over the reigning champs, the Patriots. Uh, mm, so she's yeah. gone for the underdog. I mean, good on them, but... <laughs> Wait, how did they do the selection with the hippo? Could it talk? So they, they, they got a couple of boxes, put a logo of each team on the boxes, and on top of that box, put a yeah. chunk of lettuce. So yeah. pretty much, whichever lettuce uh, Thief was feeling that day, she <laughs> went for, and that's what they were on to. We told Simo, I was like, hey man, just bring the three biggest news stories of the week to the show. And he's like, yep. Yeah. Penis park in South Korea, uh, <laughs> and a hippo that can uh, vegan bashing, and a hippo that can predict the Super Bowl. I love it. Absolutely I didn't know any breaking of those. news, man. So I mean, we'll we'll follow that up next Monday and see how that goes. So would you like us to give you a call to see whether your hippo is right, or can we just oh, talk no, about that? That can wait until uh, Simo's weekly wrap, I reckon. Right. Okay. So we'll follow that. <laughs> we'll follow that with you next Friday. Uh, thank you very much, Simo. V- very strong start. So to uh, sign off, enjoy your weekend, listeners. And uh, this has been Simo's Weekly Wrap. I'll have a beer for you. <laughs> <laughs> what a sign-off one. He's one of the pros. We asked Simo to come up with his own sign-up, and he came up with, I'll have a beer for you, of course. <laughs> thank you very much for joining us, Simo. This is Luke and Lewis. <laughs> And the time has finally come to expose a business. Oh my God, I'm so exposed. And now the time has actually come to expose Radio Mike for pressing the wrong button. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wait, wait. Businesses exposed. <laughs> ah, you've been a naughty business. Right, can I just say, all your, all your files got deleted off the system, so I have to no, re-put them on. You know what the worst part is? You're lucky you don't have an ABN number. I would expose you. <laughs> you know what the worst part of that is? I didn't even realise that he mucked up. Oh, you are <laughs> exposed, like, all right? I was like, what do you mean? He's played the sound effect. And then... <laughs> right, let's get on track here. We've got a business to expose. Yeah. Luke, today... Who's, who's going to cop the wrath today, oh, Lewis? A classic. See, you know what... Here's the thing. They were already going to get exposed quite heavily, but now they've got an angry Lewis coming at I'm them. I'm mad. And I would not want to be this business right now. I'm heated. You're done, Heinz. All right, You're Heinz. Done. Heinz Beans Big. is getting exposed. You're going at local brands now. Yep. It's, 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 the time's come, right? And Heinz is also from England, mate. Heinz <laughs> Beans. <laughs> I, will, I will admit that was a huge stab there. I have no, I have no experience in canned they food sell in that in Australia, They must be Australian. <laughs> <laughs> right. Heinz beans. Uh, everyone has a can of beans in their home, basically. Yep. Everyone would recognise the classic 420 gram sized uh, can. Yeah, Heinz beans. baked beans and spaghetti, cultural yep. icon. It's the perfect can size. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect size to enjoy beans. By yourself. It's the standard. Of course, it's been the classic size. 420 grams we've been living with. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Oh, no. Luke. Don't what, tell me. What if I was to say <laughs> that Heinz have decided to steal 120 of those beans, grams? I, I would say, how dare they, Lewis? Exactly. Heinz have taken away 120 grams. They've moved the mm. size. They've lowered the, the size of their uh, single-serve can from 420 grams to 300, but they're charging the same price. Hit the button. You've already played, Mike. <laughs> 
Oh my god, I'm so exposed. Well that's, done, mate. That was the correct one. That's anyway, three back to quarters. My outrage. That's yes. three quarters of the grams for the same price. Yes, they've taken away, and people are outraged. I'm outraged, and here's how Heinz defended themselves. Because obviously everyone's angry about this. Nobody likes getting ripped off. Heinz came out and said, Australian households have changed over the last decade, and Aussies are looking for ideal can sizes to suit different occasions. Let me tell you something, Heinz. That was the ideal can, and the only reason I started looking for the ideal size can is because you took it away from me. (laughs) Where's my ideal size? Also, who has different occasions for beans? I personally have never dined with... Talking about dining occasions, right? Yes. I've never dined with anyone... No. With a can of baked beans. You know what? I've, I don't think I've ever eaten a can of baked beans not alone. Yeah. It's only a food I eat sad 3 a.m. in the morning. It's not, just, it's not just beans. Anything that comes out of a can is a sad, lonely <laughs> no, meal. Mate, you want to come over? Or? <laughs> I've got a can of anything. If you told me you had a can of gold, I'd be like, no, it comes in a can. You can enjoy that by yourself. <laughs> right? Now, and Heinz is obviously ashamed of this, okay, because they removed... All of their Heinz branding from the can. So now it just says, it used to say Heinz beans, now it just says beans. Yeah, they were probably like, man, some guy's going to come and expose us. If we don't have our brands on it, they won't, they won't be able to tell who we are. Nice well, try, Well, Lewis Heinz. worked it out. I, I managed to identify the color. I mean, it threw me for a minute, yeah. but I was like, hang on a second, these beans look very similar. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, Heinz have also uh, started to talk about doing the same thing with their cans of spaghetti. which is something that I also buy time to time. Now, it wasn't exactly confirmed whether or not they were doing it with the spaghetti. So what I did earlier, just before the show, is I went downstairs. We have a supermarket under the radio show with my phone. You did some research. Yeah, I went down. Rare rare for this segment. I went down. I was going to say, I'm blown away. If this is actual evidence, ladies and gentlemen, I will be very surprised. So I went down to check if the supermarket underneath us is selling the smaller cans of spaghetti. Mm -hmm. I audio recorded my voice so you would get my reaction. Mm -hmm. And here it is. (laughs) Somebody touch my spaghetti! And lo and behold, Luke, Heinz have touched my spaghetti. They have lowered, they have lowered, they've done the same thing. 420 gram cans of spaghetti down to 300 gram spaghettes. I'm not happy. Okay? Just go to Oh my God, I'm so exposed. This is Luke and Lewis. Heinz, don't you dare touch my spaghetti. Luke, uh, are you across what Ellen DeGeneres' birthday? I was actually I actually caught a bit of it today before I left the show because now we're at six till eight pm uh, during lunch. You I do watch lots Ellen. of important things like watch Ellen. Yeah, and followed by Dr. Phil. That I usually head in, tell you all about it. That's actually a great idea. I love Dr. Phil. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was Ellen's birthday show was the one being played today. So and, I didn't uh, know that she... She does a show on her birthday every day. It's very self-involved, isn't it? Because yeah. it's like, hey, let's use this big budget to celebrate me, guys. Cause Did I always, Oprah do that? No. I always thought that her show was a little bit self-involved because she starts it every episode with just her dancing. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. You've been doing it for like 20 years. Yeah. It's, it was kind of amusing. Maybe the first time you did it. And- I would love to go back to that day where everyone like... It would have been like, wow, what a creative original idea. Yeah. No, I love Ellen, though. I think she's great. Mm. But um, I was all up for celebrating her birthday. So how was she celebrating her birthday? Oh, it was a spectacle. There was Michelle Obama was on the show. There was a lot of charity giving. I mean, I guess, that's the thing. It wasn't all about her. 
she made her gift kind of about others. There was char- she was giving to charity on her birthday because it's the gift of giving. That's the best gift of well, all. Well, yeah. I mean, she doesn't need anything. She's got that much money. Yeah, when you have $360 million, uh, yes. I guess nothing. Yeah. So I actually, Someone giving you a free PlayStation probably won't put a smile on your face. Doesn't really cut it. No, you, you, she could start her own console but she had a, and build the next one. Yeah, she had Jimmy Kimmel, Ice Skating, Chance the Rapper, That's Michelle Obama. Big, oh, yeah, big, big party. Yeah. Uh, I actually Googled uh, what her wife got, what, what Ellen DeGeneres' wife got her for her birthday. Now, obviously, I think, I think when one person in the relationship is... Uh, obviously the giant breadwinner because they're both very wealthy people, but there's like Portia Wealthy, her wife, and then there's Ellen DeGeneres, Illuminati Rich. Yeah. Right? So what do you get the Illuminati Rich person? What uh, Portia got Ellen for her birthday, she got her a gorilla conservation center to celebrate her birthday. (laughs) So (laughs) What? Yeah. A center to conserve gorillas. For her birthday. Now, I don't know about you, Luke, but I don't think a regular rich person can buy an entire center that specializes in conserving a dangerous, endangered well, animal. We were talking about this before the show, and you pointed out to me that uh, Ellen's not a gorilla. Yes. <laughs> Therefore, pretty redundant gift. Yeah, well, I have, I have a quote Great from Great for the gorillas. I have a quote from Portia why she got the gift. She yeah. goes, I wanted to get you something that represents who you are. Which... A gorilla? <laughs> Excuse me, Portia. What are you trying to say, Portia? I spent $100 million on me just to call me a gorilla. <laughs> very, very, very expensive backhanded insult. Yeah, there. elaborate <laughs> prank. Um, well, Wait, and what I think is obviously this isn't... Okay, one, it's not exactly a gift because Ellen doesn't get anything out of it. You no. know, she can't really travel there. She's too busy. She gets the satisfaction of helping gorillas. Yeah, which she will never meet. Two, okay... <laughs> Uh, I don't think Porsche can afford a gorilla conservation center. Not a hundred million dollar one. No, I think Porsche may have gone to Ellen. Hey, Ellen, uh, do you have a couple hundred million dollars? Yeah. Why? I want to get you something. Oh, with my money. Yeah. Yeah. That's like when you're a kid, when you used to borrow money from your mum and then Mm. go to school and buy her a Mother's Day gift. Yeah. But I only really got like $5. I mean, the only thing I could afford was- the mum was always like, oh my God, thank you so much. Exactly the way Ellen would have received her gorilla conservation thing. She would yeah. have been like, oh my oh, God. something I don't need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I only got, ever got given $5. Oh, soap. Thanks, Luke. <laughs> I bought this at the supermarket. I, I, I can only ever afford to buy mum a cockroach conservation center. <laughs> Five bucks. <laughs> she wasn't very impressed. I think that's just the terrarium that you've put a cockroach in. Yeah, true. I kept the five bucks. Sorry, mum. <laughs> <laughs> now, Luke, I want to talk to you about a phenomenon that has really been happening in like the last, I say, five years of movies, yep. which is merchandising for the movies is getting out of control, like people selling toys and merch to do with movies. It's gotten insane. I think, I think people who make movies have figured out that they can actually make more from merch than ticket sales. Yeah, uh, this was very obvious in the new Star Wars film with yes. the the Porgs. If you haven't seen it, they're furry little hamster, flying hamsters, essentially. Yeah, they, they mixed pigs. like a penguin with a hamster and, and a dog. And yeah. It was really cute, but it added absolutely nothing to the plot, but it was, it was shoved into the movie. They which... were quite literally just in the film running around the background to sell the toy. 
Yes. They actually had nothing to do. It was insane. And it worked. And I, I think they did that because in the original trilogy, they made Ewoks as a part of the story just to be part of the story. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, wow, everyone bought this cute yeah. animal we made. Let's do it again. But the Porgs didn't help the rebellion fight the Empire. No, they no. were just they really... Were just- in the way. They were loud and yeah. flying around the background. Yeah, and so I've done a little bit of research into this, and uh, I've looked up movies that have done this in the past, and uh, Star Wars actually makes more from merchandise than movies. So does Minions. Yeah, well, movie. that's not a surprise. Yeah. We gave away a Minion on this show like two months ago. Yeah. Exactly. For, for nominate a, a mate for a gift they'll hate, but still gave away one. <laughs> yeah. Which means someone paid for that. Yeah, someone initially... We paid for it at an op shop. Yes, um, we did. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the, this one, the one that was honestly the most blatant, blatantly obvious example of this I'd seen was the Emoji movie. Yeah, it I was think a, it's gotten so bad where, where movies have started to change movies so they can shove in advertisements about merchandise. And not just things that they sell, but things that other people it sell. It wasn't even a movie. It was literally just an hour and a half commercial. We have a couple of grabs from the trailer. This is literally just from the cra- trailer of them endorsing video game brands and apps and stuff. Here it is. Where am I? Candy Crush. Divine. Sweet. Welcome to Just Dance. Thanks to you, fingers. Now we're going to have to dance our way out. Now, in that film... That's I've... just so blatant. Yeah. Now we have to dance our way out using this dance app. Yeah. You and also, an emoji movie? Maybe you're a binger. They literally play Candy Crush for five minutes in the film. That's insane. Uh, they go to Twitter. They fly on the Twitter bird. They go to Spotify land. Like, so Why they go... do you know so much about this movie? I've, re- I've done a review on it before. So I actually haven't seen, seen it. You've seen it. No, I, have, I actually haven't. I've done a oh, lot God, of I research. I almost lost all respect for no, you. No, I actually <laughs> haven't. Instead, I've wasted four hours researching it instead of just bothering to watch it for an hour. No, you made the right. Decision. But um, yeah, they go through this phone and they go to all the apps, and obviously it's just a big commercial for a phone. Yeah, and uh, it's targeted at kids, so it's you know it, it's pretty blatant. And uh, another one, a big one, the Lego Movie. Yeah, that, it's that is of, just it's, a movie to sell Lego. Yeah, see, normally people make movies to sell toys. But then the Lego movie has flipped that script. They make toys to sell a movie. Yeah, and it, and then it came back and sold Lego sold more toys. It's <laughs> And there's going to be a whole bunch more movies coming out. Lego movies and all yeah. these other brands are making movies about their toys. And it's just going to make them heaps of money. And I was thinking, Luke, when did it get in on this? Yeah, we had an idea for a new film coming out this summer, actually. It's uh, the best next way to make now. money. The only way, the only way to sell merch is to make a movie about the merch. Yeah. So we've come up with a movie. It's made. It's in production. It's going to be released very soon. We have the trailer for you, an exclusive trailer of our new film. Please the- enjoy. In a world where people need to listen to radio between the hours of 6 till 8pm on weeknights. Oh yeah, welcome to Damo, Big Bruce. This is so old and analogue. I wish there was a show that was more modern and digital to listen to in my brand new 2018 model Tesla while I drive around between the hours of 6 till 8pm. Well, strap in, because this summer, one man and one much longer man do two hours of radio that is both modern and digital at the same damn time. They embark on an adventure of a lifetime. Oi, Lewis, what are we going to talk about in the show today? Uh, I don't know. We can talk about biscuits for like a month. Uh, That's a good call. (laughs) Joined by their cute, lovable sidekick, Radio Mike. Plus version available at all good toy stores. With his unique catchphrase. Guys, stop getting distracted. we got to plan the show. Nah. <laughs> Rated five stars by kids 
and no stars by parents who have to buy the merchandise. This is a film and definitely not an advertisement. Proudly brought to you by Disney, Pixar, DreamWorks, Lionsgate and that one with the growling wine. It's Luca Lewis and you just heard I Brought a Lemon to a Knife Fight, which is a song about just something that, why would you ever do that? It's a knife <laughs> fight, not a lemon fight. Why would you bring fruit to any type of physical altercation? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Especially I mean, Unless you're going to squeeze the lemon in the opponent's eye. In that case, well, very good tactic. My problem is not necessarily bringing a lemon to a knife fight, which is a mistake that I could potentially forgive, okay, yes. if, you, if you were in a vague mood. <laughs> but then, after bringing a lemon to a knife fight, why would you write a song about it? <laughs> That's just silly. Yeah, I'm surprised it was still around to write the song about it after bringing a lemon to a knife fight. He must be very deft. Yeah, usually that's just someone else's eulogy explaining <laughs> a lemon brought to a knife fight situation. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to talk about... Uh, oh, wasn't that what you wanted to talk about, Lewis? Oh, uh, How no. weird. I could have done three minutes on that. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the fitness app Strava yeah. uh, has, I don't know if you've, you've caught up on this story, but the fitness app Strava You know has, I have, I was in the planning meeting before the show, continue. Has in it, you're ruining the mystery of our show. <laughs> <laughs> the fitness app Strava has mysteriously revealed, has, has inadvertently revealed a whole bunch of secret military bases yeah. because the, the army recruits or the people who are actually in the army of using it to track their fitness workouts with the GPS that then got published on the Strava's website. Right. So, yeah, my athletic, I said athletics, right? So, my athletics friends, I never personally used this app. He explain the app is our, is the only person on this show that's ever done anything remotely athletic. <laughs> so, the way the app works is it's pretty much like if you, Mike's absolutely fuming over here <laughs> after that remark. He just put up his hands and went, what? Because he bought a new Fitbit and he thinks he's like a, he thinks he's yeah, like but, an elite now. Mate, you bought that like a month ago, I've never seen you wear it. Yeah, you don't use that. You're not wearing it now. Hundred dollars from the good guys, and I haven't seen it being worn once. Yeah, where's your six pack? <laughs> so how the app works is, uh, it's like if you use a Garmin running watch or a GPS, any GPS sports watch, mm. it tracks your run, and essentially it's like uh, a social media app for runners or athletes, and they upload their training sessions and runs, I don't all get- the data to this running site, and you can watch. You can look at where your friends run, like, oh, nice training session. The way it was commonly used in... I don't get the appeal of publishing to, to the world where you go to do anything. No. This well, that's like, it's like checking in on Facebook. Yeah, why but would But it's just like that? checking in, doing a run. But I know I had a few friends who used to watch, I used to look at what uh, Olympians' training sessions were, whatever. So that's, that's a good cool. use for it. That's interesting. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know why you'd publish your own. So yeah. these military if you're not guys... not an Olympian, turn yeah, it off. These military guys in Syria clearly have... Somehow found the need to publish, which is surely that would be day one of hey guys, we're in Syria now. Uh, this is a secret military. The enemy base. don't know where we are. The, the the militia don't know where we are. Uh, all Garmin Nike sports watches in the tub at the front door, <laughs> and with your mobile phone, and let's just keep it professional. Yeah, I surely actually, that's day one. Well, I read a quote uh, from the military responding to this because apparently hundreds of their bases were exposed by this. <laughs> Which is insane. And the military said, we are currently reviewing our policy for GPS tracking devices. How, why was there not a policy? policy. What was the policy before? Like, yeah, you can use it, but only if it's Nike. So, hey, mate, this is a deal going on. Like, what's what's your plan? Yeah, I think that's it. (laughs) You nailed it. Maybe, maybe the whole, the military strategy was just counting on ISIS not ever having access to a Fitbit. (laughs) 
Not the best strategy, guys. No, it's not. <laughs> Luke and Lewis and all, I've been waiting all month for this. It is Fist Pump Fridays. Woohoo! I actually forgot. Wait, hang on, I'm going to turn my headphones up. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> pump that fist, mate. This is great. So it's the end of the show, the end of the week. Uh, I'm, I've, got a, I've got a big mission tomorrow. I'm going to Brisbane. With box 17 You need to infiltrate Brisbane with one pack 17 of Savoys. And look, uh, actually, don't forget to take it home with you tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I reminded myself. Yeah. <laughs> I almost forgot. Um, and you better film it. Film, it'll be on Instagram stories, but you'll have a full infiltration Ooh, report. Sorry, that was a drop. Yeah, just, no. yeah. We'll have a full infiltration report um, come Monday. Sorry, I'm just so hard. Yeah, we're just really... Fist Pump Fridays is one of the most distracting things I've ever done. Yes, also one of the most visual things we've ever done. Mike is double fist pumping. I'm not into it, Mike. That's too many fists. (laughs) Just one fist, thanks, mate. (laughs) (laughs) That's the end of the show. Before I ruin our careers. See you later. It's Luke and Lewis.